You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by the Black Tux. My name is Matt Loopy, and I'm joined by Sean McMenamin and Logan Banker, and we are members of PHL Eagles Nation, enhancing your Eagles fan experience and keeping you up to date on all things Eagles. As free agency is underway and we're in the midst of the offseason, it is time to address a few more needs on the roster, including running back, linebacker, and the defensive line. Logan? Uh, yeah, so the Eagles obviously covered a lot of ground over the past week and a half in free agency, but personally, I think uh, the most glaring need is the running back position. This is definitely an issue that's had Eagles fans up in arms on Twitter. I've seen a lot of Twitter GMs kind of criticizing Harry Roseman's lack of activity in solving this problem, but uh, so right now the Eagles only have Corey Clement, who's coming off the season-ending knee injury, Josh Adams, Wendell Smallwood, and Danelle Pumphrey on the roster, which, I mean, we can all agree that that's not the most um, great running back room right there. And then uh, Eagles free agent, uh, running back Jay Ajayi visited Colts today, but he didn't come to a deal with them, so maybe he's an option. And uh, so as we know, uh, the Eagles missed out on Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, and Le'Veon Bell. And, um, I mean, a lot of people really wanted Le'Veon. I think it was kind of unrealistic in the first place, him coming to Philly. And then I think Tevin Coleman was really the one that kind of grinded the uh, Eagles fans' gears when they didn't get him, considering it was only for, what, like $4 million per year. So that definitely wasn't uh, something that was expected to happen, uh, him coming to that short of a deal and not being in Philly for that. And um, even though they haven't been very aggressive in getting a running back, it's definitely early. Um, so Coleman is a career backup running back, and his production was good in Atlanta, but he's still only been a backup, so he wasn't going to necessarily save the running back room. Then Ingram was busted for PEDs last year. He's turning 30 next season, so he's kind of not really fitting what the Eagles are looking for. And then Le'Veon Bell, his style of play doesn't really fit how the Eagles like to use a committee, and considering how much he was paid, um, just didn't make sense. Um. So looking at some other options, there is uh, Spencer Ware or TJ Yeldon, but I think the Eagles would prefer Jay Ajayi over either of those guys, but they are definitely options and they would be cheap. And then uh, if we look at a draft, uh, obviously Josh Jacobs is the one guy that really sticks out. Um, we've kind of heard how the Eagles don't really like taking running backs early in the draft and Jacobs would have to be taken round one. But um, I think looking at the wide receiver position kind of shows that um, while they're paying, paying three receivers th- nearly $30 million so, that's kind of unusual in itself. So I think they could take Jacobs early in the draft, which would be unusual, but it does definitely fill a need there. Yeah, those are all great points. And I was honestly kind of upset that the Eagles did not pursue kind of any running backs in the free agency period. So hopefully we can get uh, draft Josh Jacobs because we did have a lot of interest in him and hopefully address this need because as we've seen over the past few years, Clement, uh, Adams, they've shown success over like periods of time, but the only problem is they're a little inconsistent in their success. And Doug Peterson usually does not stick with them if they're a little off, maybe this game or that game. So it's definitely important to either get a guy in the draft or free agency, although it doesn't look likely with Ingram, Bell, 
And all, uh, all the other guys signed already. Yeah, one, one thing to note with the free agent backs that already signed and Ingram, Bell, and Coleman, um, we never really saw any reports that the Eagles were, like, any time the front runner or um, the days that they came to an agreement with their new teams, the Eagles were never, like, a close second or anything like that. They were just kind of, like, in the back, just kind of seeing how it panned out, which makes me think that they have their eyes on somebody in the draft and they're going to pursue them. Um, with all they got, they're going to make sure that they have that player because in our eyes, it looks like the Eagles struck out in free agency because they didn't get their running backs. I know they addressed other positions, but they didn't address the biggest need so far, and that's running back. And um, really their last um, time to do that is through the draft. And there's a lot of options, Josh Jacobs, where they can wait till round two for a guy like um, maybe Miles Sanders or David Montgomery. Um, there's mid-round picks that could be starters in the NFL. Um, the, we just got to trust that the front office is doing their homework and get a guy that they really trust in. But yeah, like Logan, you said, um, I didn't really expect them to get like a Le'Veon Bell just because of the cap space and they like to handle things in a committee. Um, so I don't think we're going to get a guy that can really take over as we saw that they didn't get that in the free agency, but they're going to target maybe a guy or two in the draft that can contribute, but let everybody um, step into the offense and kind of let, carry the same level of production. Yeah. I think the way the Eagles have been moving this off season, specifically Harry Roseman, there's definitely a strategy there between restructuring contracts and just the players that they've signed and traded for. It's very clear that they have a, a motive that they're going for. And it, it would be kind of, um, it just won't be right to think that he does that how he doesn't have a plan for a running back. So, I mean, like I said before, all the Eagles fans are, or there's some Eagles fans freaking out how we, the Eagles haven't addressed the running back position, but I definitely think there's no reason to panic on that. Yeah. And I've even seen a few memes on Eagles fans waiting to get a running back, all this and that. <laughs> but I think it, I think we, uh, Harry Roseman knows what he's doing. He's been there before. And I think he's really going to get the guy he wants through the draft. Yeah. And it's believe that the Eagles really like Josh Jacobs. Um, yesterday he did run a, Four six at his pro day, which is a little slower than people expected, but he was never really recruited for his size. I mean, his speed. I'm sorry. Um, he's a different runner. He has this quick bursts of speed off the line of scrimmage, which is kind of um, the style of runner that he is. He doesn't. He's not going to give you that 80 yard rush that he can go over 20 miles an hour for the whole span of the run. But um, <clears throat> he can be dominant at the line of scrimmage, and if that's what they want then they're going to they're gonna target him with pick number 25 and address the need right then. Another need that we have is linebacker, which we'll get to right after this ad. So, Sean, what do you think they, they can address the linebacker position with? So I really think we can address this need through the draft if they select possibly Devin Bush, an inside linebacker from Michigan. It's 5'11". His 40-yard dash time was 4 Uh, And he also totaled 78 tackles with five sacks, nine tackles for loss, six passes broken up, and five sacks in 2018. So he's really a player that has speed, can get down sideline to sideline, cover those offensive threats, and truly be a big part of this team moving forward. Because as we saw Jordan Hicks sign with the Cardinals, even last year we lost a depth guy in Najee Good, who's with the Colts now. So it's really, we also added uh, LJ Port, I believe, in free agency. So it's really important that we get a guy through the draft and 
get the guy we really want either in the second or third round, possibly the first, who knows. So we'll just have to wait and see, but I hope we can get Bush. Yeah, definitely. I really like Devin Bush out of Michigan. Um, watched some of his games when he was uh, playing for Michigan last year, and he's a great player. He definitely dominates that defense and can really do a lot of different roles, um, kind of like what Malcolm Jenkins is at the safety position. He can cover, he can rush. Um, that's the kind of versatility that you want in the inside of your defense and the kind of guy that you want beside Nigel Bradham, who you're paying a lot of money for. You can't really rely on him to do everything. You need to give him the help that he needs to produce. So I think it would be smart to go uh, linebacker in round one. Honestly, all of these needs that we're going to discuss in this podcast can be addressed in round one with the prospects that will be there. And um, Bush will definitely be a possibility. He might go before the Eagles, but if he falls to 25, it's going to be hard to walk away from him. Yeah. Devin Bush is definitely a great player, but, and uh, we've, we said how running back is a position they go by committee. I kind of think that's, something they could do with the linebacker position as well. Um, so with LJ4, he finished as the 19th overall best inside linebacker uh, uh, in last season. He st- he ended up becoming the starting linebacker for the Steelers. And obviously you don't want to depend on a guy who um, isn't like a career-long starter, but he's shown capability. And then they also have pa- Paul Worlow, who um, he obviously had a tor- torn ACL last season, but um, he also is a pretty good player, good fill-in. And uh, plus two, the Eagles sometimes only go with a two linebacker set and have Malcolm Jenkins come down or something like that. So they don't necessarily have to completely commit to getting a full-time starting middle linebacker. Plus Nigel Braden can slide over uh, Nate Gary, uh, Camus Grugier Hill. So they definitely have options. So um, they could drop Devin Bush in round one, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. If they waited on a linebacker too, just because they could go by committee there, even though it's not very, it's not a natural thing to do, but it's definitely an option. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. They have a lot of options, but um, like you pointed out, there's a lot of role players on that team that they can plug in here and there. But I think it would be important just to get a guy in day one or day two just to play over 50 percent of the snaps that you can rely on. Not only someone that you're just going to force into the position and play, but somebody that you're confident that you can play in the middle and that can um, develop into the next play caller of that defense. And one thing I want to point out with Malcolm Jenkins is as he's getting older in his career, He's becoming more and more dominant, closer to the line of scrimmage rather than in coverage. I think we're going to see Jenkins at linebacker a lot this year just because um, he's going to be better at his, in his tackling, his rushing, rather than chasing around speedy running backs. Like a couple of years ago, he was good in the Super Bowl. He was all over those Patriots running backs. But now this year in 2018, um, we saw him get burnt by Alvin Kamara a few times and the speed really isn't there, which is expected just because he's aging. But I think having him switch over to the hybrid that he is and play more snaps at linebacker will be expected. Yeah, definitely. And I really think it's important to address this and draft a young guy who can be in this team for many years to come because, honestly, this has become maybe a weaker point of this team, whereas a few years ago it was a stronger point with D'Amico Ryans and then you had Jordan Hicks a few a few years ago and going forward. So I really hope we can get Bush or someone in the first round to address that need and have a great 2019 season. Definitely. And one more need that we want to address comes from the defensive side of the ball as well, which we'll get to after this ad. Now, I know the Eagles addressed the defensive line already in free agency with Brandon Graham signing an extension, 
They brought in Malik Jackson for three years. Um, but in my eyes, that the defensive line can never get good enough. It can never get deep enough. So I think this is another big need that the Eagles need to address in the draft. They have a great starting four, Barnett, Cox, Jackson, and Graham. Probably one of the best four in the entire league. But the depth is not there. They don't know if Chris Long's coming back. Trayvon Hester is behind them at D-tackle. Josh Sweat, they don't know if he can reach his potential and stay healthy. There's a lot of question marks around. And they also need to prepare for Brandon Graham leaving. I know he's signed for another three years, but he's in the last bit of his uh, career that after those three years are done, he very may well uh, retire and just call it a career then. And they need to have an answer to plug in. I know they have Derek Barnett, but if they're going to have him fill the role, then they got another question mark. Um, Michael Bennett was traded to the Patriots. So there's another role to fill because he did contribute a lot last year. Um, So I think that if the Eagles were to make a big move in the first round and trade up, they do have the picks to do that with a two second round picks. They could try to get into like the 12 to 17 range and target a premier defensive lineman because there are no shortage of them in the draft, possibly get Montez sweat Ed Oliver, someone that can really um, contribute at a low price because there is good talent left on the free agent market, like Ezekiel Ansah, but he's going to come at a hefty price. Yeah, uh, the Eagles definitely don't even have to trade up if they didn't want to because at pick 25, they could get um, Christian Wilkins, maybe a chance that Oliver falls. I find that a little more unlikely, but I have seen him mock there a few times. And then uh, I know we also put him on the Twitter account how um, the Eagles mailed uh, Vinny Curry um, or put an offer in for Vinny Curry, who obviously was with the team a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl. So they definitely have options there, but they they love to switch around people on the defensive line. They like to constantly rotate people in and out. So it's really important to have good quality depth there because you don't want to have Fletcher Cox on the field for 90, 95% of the snaps like they at some points had to last season because it really can wear him down. So they definitely have to address that. Yeah, definitely. We've seen a few guys go uh, leave the defensive line this offseason. Haloti uh, Nada, um, Michael Bennett. So it'll definitely be important to get a, a guy in here. Hopefully the first round, I think if he's available, we should get him, which is Christian Wilkins, who in 2018, he had 50 tackles with 14 for a loss, five and a half sacks, and a forced fumble. And he's really a guy who can put pressure on the quarterback and use his speed to get just get uh, get some rushes in and bring the blitz, really put pressure on the quarterback, which would allow the corners um, some time to cover their receivers. And I think it would fill a very big hole at the moment. And a young guy would bring in his speed and talent for the future. Yeah, I think the biggest reason the Eagles lost to the Saints in the playoffs and got eliminated in the 2018-2019 season was because of their lack of depth on the defensive line. Although they had a very strong group, their lack of depth was really exposed when, um, I believe, all starting four. I could be wrong, but I know for sure Brandon Graham, Michael Bennett, and Fletcher Cox all went down with injury during that game. Um, A couple, if not all, returned later in the game, but for a stretch, Fletcher Cox was out for maybe a quarter or two, and it really put a a hurting on the Eagles' defensive line because Drew Brees really came back from the lead then and it messed with the entire Eagles read them. Nick Foles couldn't really get anything going after that because the crowd got into it. And if you can't win a game from up front on either the offense or defensive line, you're not going to get anything going with the rest of your team. So I think it's important for the Eagles to add to the strength, um, make that 
a strength get even stronger. There's no reason that they couldn't uh, address that in the draft day one or day two, maybe address all of these needs that we're addressing right now and get them first round, second round with our first three picks. And that would be a successful off season. Yeah, definitely. Harry Roseman too uh, mentioned how uh, the defensive line class this year is a pretty historic one, how deep it is and how great it is. So I'd be very shocked if they didn't use either pick 25 or one of their two second rounders on a, either defensive tackle or defensive end. So that'll definitely be something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. And that was a great point, Matt. In the Saints game, I also thought the Eagles' depth showed and will really need to address the defensive line position because when we saw guys like Cox and Graham go down, it really took a hit, and the Saints were able to get back in the game and eventually win. So moving forward, we really hope we can address that need. And in my opinion, I hope we do end up getting Christian Wilkins in the first round. Yeah, one more thing we're going to leave you guys with is um, it is reported that the Eagles have interest in bringing back Tim Jernigan, but they have declined his option for the 2019 season. So he is currently a free agent, but apparently they are interested in bringing him back as long as it's a little, only a little bit more than the league minimum. So he would be getting paid very minimal, but if the market isn't good for him and um, he wants to return to Philadelphia, he could return as a third defensive tackle, which would be a good move because um, as long as he can stay healthy, he was a dominant force in the defensive line. Yeah, that'd be a great pickup. I definitely kind of thought that they could bring him back after they declined his option, but that would definitely be a great pickup. He'd be a really good third defensive uh, tackle for them. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to get him back. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. As we said, it would be a very cheap price, so not sure if Jernikin will agree to that, but time will tell. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have any thoughts on our discussion today, just send us a tweet at Birds Banter on Twitter. Check out our latest articles on phlsportsnation.com. Logan wrote a seven-round mock draft for the Eagles. Sean's working on this buzz on Broad Street, a review of all Philadelphia teams, and mine is a look on how the Eagles can use this offseason to create a dynasty. Be sure to subscribe on all platforms and tune in next time for more Birds banter. Go Birds. Go Birds.